0: Julia,
1: And today we are talking about Season 6, Episode 3, which is called Triangle.
0: I loved this episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is a really good episode.
0: It was so much fun. I don't know, I think it's funny coming after like, not yesterday, last week's episode. Um, Totally different vibe. Yeah, like keep it with the Nazi theme, but... (laughs) Appropriately, I guess.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's totally different. It's really, really fun and it's really well done. I mean, I think, like, even if you're someone that's watched The X Files multiple times through, it is always kind of amazing. Like, when you watch it straight through like this, and especially because we're like pausing to critique and really like talk about these episodes, it is amazing to see how far they've come now that we're in season six like the cinematography is really good the acting is on point everyone is like just working as a very well-oiled machine kind of and like a really like good team um yeah whereas like season one even all the way up (laughs) until like season three like there were times where i'm just like what are these facts like what is going on here yeah. Um, no,
0: they definitely finally have that down pat.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure nice. also have like the budget to be able to do it well, so that helps. But um, it's kind of crazy to see how far they've come.
0: Yeah. All right. Should we just hop into the episode? Aaron and I are going to go see My Chem later tonight. So this episode we've been waiting a, a little late. Two three years.
1: fucking years for this, at least maybe three. I don't even know I when think- I bought these tickets. I think well, it was supposed think, to be two years ago.
0: Well, I, I think we were going to celebrate my 25th birthday going there. And I just turned 28. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because it was supposed... Oh, well, 2020. I don't fucking know anymore. It seems like too long. I don't know long. either.
1: <laughs> I think I bought the ticket well over two years ago. Like, maybe closer yeah. to three years ago. Because I bought, like, pre-sale tickets. Yeah. so i've had these tickets forever they kept getting postponed over and over and over again and then with like all of these festivals now that my chem is doing i honestly was like i feel like they are just like signing up for all this shit and then they're gonna bail like i don't know i had this horrible feeling that i was never gonna see my chem again and um Literally one of my favorite bands in the entire world. So I'm going to cry. I accidentally (laughs) saw the set list. I did not mean to, but I was scrolling Twitter and Uh I saw it. But I'm going to cry is basically what it comes down to. Like I'm getting fucking emo. Yeah. (laughs) So we need to wrap this up so that I can get ready and we can drive to Boston and cry our little emo hearts out.
0: I'm going to try really hard not to cry.
1: Maybe just a little cry.
0: (laughs) I've cried way too much this week. I don't want to do it anymore.
1: (laughs) Happy tears are different, so it's okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's get into it because we open with, like, I don't know, a semi-Titanic scene where someone's just floating around in debris and we zoom in and it's Mulder. It's, like, literally so short, but
1: yeah we're in the Sargasso Sea, yeah and we see that um like we're like underwater looking above, and there's a shipwreck for a boat called the Lady Garland um which kind of ties in more and more, like this whole episode has some really like underlying themes of um Wizard of Oz, which I loved, yeah, so obviously Judy Garland, and then like we'll go more into it, but um, I just thought that was a little nice little touch there. Yeah. But Mulder is pulled up from the water by a crew on this boat, um, and they are, like, ready to throw him back in. They're like, <laughs> he is a fucking Nazi traitor. We need to throw him back in the water. He is, They keep calling him Jerry. They're just like, nope. Specifically
0: are- dirty Jerry. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, And then they take his ID, and they're like, what is, like, the Federal Bureau of Investigation never heard of it. Like, we're gonna throw you overboard. And he's like, you've never heard of the FBI? Um, They're like, you know what? Like, fuck you. We're done talking. We're gonna bring you to the captain. So they go to the captain. Mulder immediately gets punched in the face. Like, he's just like, you are a Nazi fucking soldier, so we're gonna beat you up. That's what's gonna happen. I mean, Appropriate, yeah. That's especially as we learn <laughs> that the captain is like, it is September third, nineteen thirty nine. My birthday. Yeah, yep, I was not, born
0: in nineteen thirty nine. Yep, I'm old. <laughs> That's yep. what being a
1: witch does. You are young mm-hmm. forever. Mulder's like, no, it's nineteen ninety eight, and they're like, mm,
0: well, it, nope, like appears that Mulder thinks that this ship has been brought to 98, but very shortly, um, we learn that Mulder has been transported to the 30s. Yeah. So, that's fun.
1: (laughs) The reason that this is happening, Mulder believes, is because they are in the Bermuda Triangle, or what they're calling the Devil's Triangle, right now. Yes. So, um, they're aboard a ship called the Queen Anne, which had vanished in the 30s, um, never seen again. But the water that it sank or supposedly disappeared in um, was like super shallow. Like they've been looking for it forever. Like they would have found it.
0: Yeah, it was um, like 60 feet or something. Yeah, like.
1: so they would have found it <laughs> if it was down there, but no one ever sees or hears from the ship ever again after it was missing. Um, And so Mulder got basically a a satellite image or whatever saying that it had reappeared, which is why he decided to go looking for it. And he's trying to explain all this to them, and they're like, so (laughs) you're a Nazi and a witch. We're gonna kill you. He's trying to explain it's not getting very far, but then Uh, The ship is taken over and boarded by SS soldiers, AKA Nazis. Um, Yep. Not going well so far. They are like, okay, we can't even deal with this stupid fucking American right now who may be undercover Nazi. Not sure. Um, So they just lock Mulder up in the room and he hears on a radio broadcast that they have just announced the start of world war two.
0: Um, Which is when he realizes that he made a very backwards mistake. (laughs) Yes,
1: and he is not in 1998 anymore. No. I think this is, like, pretty fun. so this scene is confusing because there's a lot going on. But Mulder tries to escape, right? And then he is kind of rushed by these soldiers. And then he, like, beats the shit out of them and (laughs) finds out that Spender is... The soldier that he just beat up in a Nazi uniform. Uniform. So do with that information what you will.
0: But well, that's like what what makes this episode so fun. I think because we have characters from X Files that are being portrayed in this version of time, and most of them are Nazis.
1: I think it's (laughs) it's really an interesting way to go about it, and I yeah, I'm into it. Um, Because what we
0: have, Spender. As a soldier, um,
1: cigarette smoking
0: man, yeah, and Skinner,
1: cigarette smoking uh, man, and Scully.
0: What? Well, Scully's not not. We were gonna. I was gonna save that. Oh, for Oh yeah, no.
1: But they're <laughs> all just kind of like there, you know. Yeah, it's like a big yeah. old party, except with Nazis. So the worst kind of party. Um, yeah,
0: <laughs> a Providence party. <laughs> no,
1: no. Oops. Ooh, fun. too Um, real too real yeah so Mulder decides to after he beats up the nazis he steals their uniforms and decides to disguise himself and then he goes to where like the ballroom is and this is where he runs into scully so he's like hi how's it going and she's like
0: who the fuck are you
1: she literally goes i suggest you get your nazi paws off of me before you get one in the kisser And I was like, oh my God, iconic. My
0: heart, my heart and soul. She's in this like beautiful red ball gown. I love every fucking bit of it. So Um, good. But Um, yeah.
1: But (laughs) this kind of causes a commotion. So then um, the singer like brings attention to Mulder and his presence. And so he is taken again, this time by Nazis, though, right? Yes.
0: Okay. Um, Because he's now taken to like the leader of this Nazi group, which is Cigarette Smoking Man.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, the Nazis take over the ship. They shoot the captain because the captain is like unwilling to go down um, or change direction of the ship. So they shoot him, and the person that shoots him is Cigarette Smoking Man. And they're about to shoot Mulder as well because. They really have no idea who he is, what he's doing, if he's a spy, and they're speaking to him, and he's like, I don't speak Nazi, so I have no idea what you're saying. Um, But then Skinner kind of rescues him. Um, It is very hard to tell where Skinner's alliances are, true to real life.
0: Typical, yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: But he does seem to rescue Mulder, and at least distracts them long enough that Mulder is able to get away from Cigarette Smoking Man. Meanwhile, in present day, the lone gunmen go up to Scully, who is doing her little reports and stuff, you know, just hanging out. Um, And they're like, you need to come with us. Mulder is in trouble. She is like, what the fuck did this man do now?
0: (laughs) I love when they come up. (laughs) It just makes me so happy. It was like literally for the smallest amount of time. Yep. in this episode but it's always a joy
1: but uh, they are like you need to do something they show her kind of all these um, radar photos and try to explain that Queen Anne had reappeared on radar for the first time in like 60 years basically um, and so Mulder went to go looking for it um, and they're like we can't find him We don't have any radar on him, and we think that he might be missing. He could be just, like, lost at sea. Right. Um, So Scully's like, okay, what the fuck? And she barges into Skinner's office, even though he is not her boss anymore, and he is like, you can't fucking do this, dude. You need to stop coming into my office because if you need help, like, I'm not your boss anymore and you're going to get me in trouble. Skinner is basically like, I can't help you. You're on your own. And he's like, use your head, Scully. It'll save your ass. And then Scully is like, fuck you. Save your own ass, sir. And I was like, wow. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. Getting she's, really tense.
0: she's lit this episode. Mm-hmm. She's on fucking fire. Really
1: minds, honestly. Scully doesn't know where to turn because obviously Mulder's gone. Skinner's not helping. She attempts to get help from Kirsch. But when she barges into his office, she sees a cigarette smoke. Yeah. So she's like, wow, I really can't trust any of you fuckers. And they try to be like, what did you, what did you need? And she's like, nothing. Bye. Never mind. Have a good day. (laughs) So the only other character that we have in the FBI is Spender. So she goes to Spender and threatens him. (laughs) like like,
0: Literally to kill him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. She's like, if you don't come back soon with this information, I literally will kill you.
0: Well, while she's down there, um, the phone rings Mm -hmm. and she answers it and a cigarette smoking man. um, And he asks if it is Fowley. And she's like, yeah, totally. I'm Diana Fowley. What's up? Um, And he's like, well, Scully just brought by some really, like, pertinent, secretive information, and she's trying to figure out if they know what it is. And I think Cigarette Smoking Man quickly catches on that it's not Diane. Um, but we also learned that fucking Spender went directly to A.D. Kirsch. Yeah. So she lovingly calls him a fucking rat bastard. Um
1: and then, Which is accurate? <laughs> yeah, so she's basically like, again, I cannot trust any of you fuckers. Like, what am I supposed to do? Thankfully, Skinner comes through with the information that she needs, and she's so happy that she kisses him right on the fucking lips. She yeah. is like, I, I loved
0: love this. You. I love this so much. I know it you. Made me do. so happy.
1: <laughs> um, and it's really funny because she kisses him. She's so she's like thank you. I fucking owe you. You're the best. But then, you know, Skinner has to get out of the elevator and act like he didn't just get kissed by the most gorgeous girl in the whole world. Um, (laughs) so he like yells at her and is like, if you ever try to get me to like do anything illegal ever again, I'm going to have you fired and disbarred and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Disbarred is for lawyers. I don't know what the FBI does, but (laughs) You know, he's basically, like, putting on a little show so that everyone around him thinks that they're not on the same
0: team Right. But they are. And, and then, that she's getting reprimanded.
1: Yeah. And then it's really funny. She Like, the elevator door closes, and she just has to ride to the right floor with some fucking random man who saw all of this. And he's just kind of like, do doo do, do. <laughs> like, this <Yep>. is awkward. <laughs> and
0: she's, like, so fucking excited. It's adorable.
1: She, um... Gets into the car with the lone gunman. She leaves with them. and It looks like someone is chasing her. It looks like maybe Spender.
0: Yeah, I think so. Chasing them.
1: Um, but it's hard to tell. And then we go back to the Queen Anne. Back to 1939. Yeah. Where Mulder is being held captive. Under the like. In the engine room. Where the crew is. And we find out. That there's the crew believes that there is a weapon on board called the Thor's hammer and that it is going to like wreak havoc. It's a nuclear weapon. Basically they need to stop it. And Mulder is like the Thor's hammer is not a weapon. It's the person who will go on to make weapon and he's on this ship.
0: Except <laughs> yeah, the person he twist. just told that to is a fucking Nazi spy. So he's yeah, like, all right, see twist. ya. Bye. <laughs> God. Um,
1: and then we see a man who is supposed to be Kirsch. Um, and he's like, this ship is not going to fucking Germany. It is going to Jamaica. He's like, I am going to steer this ship to Jamaica. And everyone else is like, what the fuck? No. And Mulder is trying to explain that, like, they can't go to Germany because the war just started and it's a bad idea. And then they're like, you can't go to Jamaica. They will find you so quickly. Um, And he's trying to explain that they need to go back where they basically like started from and retrace their steps because it's the only way to go forward in time slash back to present day. Right. Right. But they're not really having this. They are not listening to Mulder. I mean, he does sound like a crazy person, so don't really blame them. Mulder is brought up back to the ballroom, right? Yes. He is questioned um, by Nazis. Yes. And they're trying to get information about who this Thor's hammer scientist dude is. Um, And at first, Mulder won't tell them because... I don't know. I think he knows that if he gives them information, they're just going to kill him anyways. So, um he like doesn't want to tell them, but then they end up killing passengers trying to get Mulder to talk. And when the second person is killed, Scully intercepts and is like you need to stop. Like just tell them who the scientist is. Um and Mulder tries to tell them that the man that they shot was the scientist. Um, but Scully knows better because she actually is on board with the scientist. Um, yes. Which I wish that she was the scientist, but she's not.
0: Yeah. Well, it's Albert Einstein, right?
1: Um, is Supposed it? Supposed to no. be. I
0: don't know. Because I don't- he, like, says that, or she says that he, she knows him. She so I don't know, does know
1: him, yeah. Um,
0: I don't know if that means that the man that she was on the boat with is supposed to be him. No fucking idea. But it's mentioned.
1: I think that like that is separate. I don't really know. Very confusing. Um, <laughs> somebody is the scientist, and uh, Scully is on board with them, and then the, the like actual scientists who may or may not be Albert Einstein. I don't think he is. I think they were saying something about, like, a prediction that Albert Einstein had before. I don't know. Um, yeah. But the true scientist does appear, and he's like, okay, just, like, stop fucking killing people. Um, They take him, and they're like, we can use this person, obviously. Um, But then Mulder and Scully are still held captive, and they are... Basically, facing away. What is that? Is that execution style? Yes. When you're like down on your knees and like they just have a gun pointed to your head. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're like about to get shot. It's very scary. Um, they're held at gunpoint. And just as they're about to be shot, they hear a noise and the engine powers down. Yeah. They're like, fuck, like what is going the power's on? Powers out. <laughs> um, all of a sudden, a fight breaks out. A the ship is boarded by more British people. Maybe
0: <clears throat> I'm not a group like sure. I think in. so.
1: And because of this distraction, Mulder and Scully are able to get away. They run, mm-hmm. um, and they almost get caught again. But then Skinner shoots the guy to protect them, so that they're able to keep running. Meanwhile, in modern day. Scully and the Lone Gunman find the Queen Anne and they board the ship, but it's abandoned. There's nothing going on there. And they're wandering around trying to find them. And then we have this really cool scene where present day Scully and 1939 Mulder and Scully (laughs) are like, they're walking around and it's like they almost can like feel each other's presence because they're like in the same area. Right. But They're not in the same time period. So, like... Well, we also get
0: to, like, see them side by side on the screen, which is, like, fun.
1: Very, um, like, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. You know, I feel like Scooby-Doo used to have that, like, split screen a lot where you would, like, see that, like, the, like, the gang and also the villains were, like, just missing each other over and over again. Right. Yeah. You know? It's a really fun little, um way to do things so that was cool chaos continues that's what my notes say um <laughs> the fighting is like still happening it is really cool also like the music is going on and everyone's fighting and like it just it is chaos but it's like a really cool scene um i i really enjoyed it and then um Mulder and scully get to a point where 1939 Mulder and Scully um, Mulder tells Scully that she needs to convince them to turn the ship around and go back so that they can be brought back in time to like present day um, and he's like you need to convince them to do this and no matter what don't let them steer the ship to Germany or Jamaica like we need you need to go back this way and then he's yeah. like you do that and i'm going to jump off the ship and i'm going to i'm going to leave and then the moment that we have all been fucking waiting for they kiss yay and then Scully punches him in the face yay <laughs> um it's it's a good scene honestly this whole episode is just worth it just for that it's yeah we finally Lots of kissing
0: him. that should have happened a long time ago.
1: Yeah, she punches him, Mulder jumps overboard, and he wakes up in 1998 in a hospital bed surrounded by Scully, Lone Gunman, and Skinner. Yes. And he's trying to explain what just happened to him. He's like, you were all there. Very, again, Wizard of Oz. Like, I had a dream, and you guys were all there, and you, and you, and you were a scarecrow, and whatever. And they're all like, wow, what are you on? Like, what the fuck? They don't believe him, obviously. But he then pulls Scully aside when they leave. And he's like, I love you. And she yeah. thinks that. She's like,
0: oh, brother. <laughs>
1: yeah, she, th- she thinks he's like fucked up on pain meds, right? So yeah. she's like, you are on an assortment of drugs. Just go back to bed. You're, you're going to be fine. But then he, like, goes back to bed. But his cheeks still his hurt face. from where, where she punched him so he knows it was know. real.
0: Yeah. Well, his face is also just like, oh, no, I told her that and she doesn't believe me. <laughs> or she's not taking me seriously. And it's it's sad. I feel bad for him for once. But still worth it. I'll count it as a kiss. So, And that was it. That's it. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you have any fun things?
1: Um. So aside from the fact that obviously, like I said, Wizard of Oz is like a continuous theme throughout all of this. And um, this also was shot in a kind of cool way where Chris Carter wanted to have as many continuous scenes as possible. So I think that they said the whole thing, there was only 12 different cuts. Um, yeah. So they're, especially because there's so much going on that like continuous action is really cool. Um, And they also are using as little film as possible because in a previous episode, in the fifth season, The Red and the Black, he, Chris Carter, used so much film that everyone was kind of like making fun of him. They made him (laughs) a little trophy saying how much film he used. And so he was like, fuck you guys, I'm going to try to use as little film as possible. So that is kind of where this episode got a little bit of its like artistic um, ideas from. Yeah. And um, it was also inspired by The Twilight Zone. The scenes from Queen Anne were filmed Filmed on a British ocean liner called Queen Mary, which is based out of um Long Beach. And actually, you can stay in it. It's a hotel.
0: It's a haunted hotel.
1: Haunted hotel? What?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of. I don't know about Ghost Adventures because I don't fuck with Ghost Adventures, but I know there are a few Ghost Hunter episodes on it. And I think they did like a Halloween special on it one time. Um, But it's definitely, like, fun. Um, Yeah. I'm a fan of it.
1: (laughs) That's pretty cool. We should do a story time.
0: I would be fucking stoked.
1: Also, for this episode, they decided that they actually wanted people to be speaking German. Um, So a lot of the cast members had to learn German in order to play the roles. And apparently... Mitch Pelleggi has already spoke, he already spoke German. He studied German in, um, he studied in Germany, sorry, and, and so he was, like, kind of consulting in a lot of these, and he actually rewrote a lot of his own lines because he said that they made no sense because someone who didn't really speak German was trying to, to write the script, and they didn't know what they were talking about, so.
0: I like that. That's pretty
1: fun. Yeah. Anything else?
0: I don't have anything else. I just have next week's. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So season six, episode four is called Dreamland. On a tip, Mulder and Scully visit the infamous Area 51 where a strange event swaps Mulder's personality with that of Morris Fletcher, a shadowy government agent bum bum
1: okay
0: so that'll be fun and all all the exit material will be here but we'll see you next week
1: (laughs) okay and stay safe (laughs) stay spooky bye goodbye